Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the back. Don't know you had a long day, but let's inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hey, this is Ring of Honor Superstar, the Beer City Bruiser. You're listening to a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's hey, going on, brother? Hey, man. We're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. <sighs> and I need a good cold beer Cheers, sir. Today. Cheers. Cheers. Good times. Good times. And it wouldn't be us talking about beer with a special guest I've been looking forward to for weeks now. We have... Ring of Honor Zone, the Beer City Bruiser with us. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Nothing, man. I just wanted to tell you, number one, it is an honor and a privilege to have you on the show because, of course, having beer in your name makes you probably our favorite wrestler. Well, and I got to say, uh, starting off a podcast by cracking open some cold ones, I know this is going to be a nice, fun interview. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not going to be serious at all. Yeah. Um, which also, I wanted to pop for you real quick and tell our fans, go to Pro Wrestling Tees because uh, Beer City Bruiser's got his own shop, and I think you got three new tees that dropped this past week. Yeah, I've got uh, a bunch of tees that just dropped. Um we got uh, the original, which is a brass knuckles. It says Beer City Bruiser. Um, I got an updated version that has the keg and the cigar. Uh, it says Beer City Bruiser. Um, I got one that kind of looks like the Sons of Anarchy logo, except he's holding the beer. Yeah. And then uh, I got one that says Made in Milwaukee. And then my brand new one that actually just dropped today. Uh, it says All it says is I'm a chugger. In quotes, and then nice. my name on the bottom. That's amazing. I we gotta get it. one of those. I, well, I tell you what, it's awesome. been sitting in my cart a while. That yep. made a Milwaukee one because it's the old Milwaukee logo, which I think yep. I spent most of my college years drinking old Milwaukee uh, before it switched oh, yeah. to the Beast. So uh, yeah, so man, I love that shirt, and that shirt is going to be a prized possession of mine here, probably in the very near future. When I was in college anytime we had a keg party we always had a keg of uh, old milwaukee but we'd always put the miller light logo on it <laughs> so uh, when, everyone, when everyone came over we could charge ten dollars a cup instead of five dollars a cup <laughs> nice there you go entrepreneur right there <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh you know it's funny deuce deuce and i we actually saw you uh because we're in florida we actually saw you guys uh you in the last the real last man the si- last real the last, man the last Get it right the last real man silas young we, we saw you guys actually in the lakeland center uh for supercar of honor 11 which was an amazing the crowd was electric that night i mean we saw you guys in the tag team it was just fantastic i wanted to talk to you about what you felt that night because that, that was the largest crowd that Ring of Honor's ever had at a pay-per-view, correct? 
Yeah, it was. And it was, um, it, it was insane. Um, you get so many mixed emotions. You get excitement, you get nervous, you get fear, you get, you know, just you want to get it over with, but you don't want it to end. And uh, Silas and I went out there against the kingdom and ended up winning. Um, and we had a hell of a, it wasn't even a match, it was a fight. Like we just, we fought. I mean, I was feeling that for the next couple of days. Um, but it was, it was a blast. Um, that many people to cram in that building. You know, and, and uh, when we were backstage, you could hear the crowd from where, I mean, you could feel it, you know. Um, and that whole show was good, topping off with the Young Bucks versus the Hardys and the Ladder Wars. I mean, that was just an amazing match to watch. Um, but I, that was probably one of the top five moments of my career what was that particular show. Well, I'll tell you what, and, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, that's the night I became a true believer in Ring of Honor because, you know, most of my uh, diet wrestling-wise had been WWE, and we'd seen WWE shows there before, which, by the way, you had more people than any WWE show that has ever been there, so you need to, that's a feather you can put in your cap that you blew them out the water seat-wise. Um, but just seeing you guys, as soon as we walked out that show, I looked at Johnny and I'm like, Next time ROH comes to town, we're going. And as soon as I got home, I set my DVR box to tape Ring of Honor every week so I could watch it. And now th that is pretty much my only wrestling diet is Ring of Honor because the, the stories are great. The wrestling is phenomenal. And it's just it reminds me of the old ECW, which I loved. And, and I've said this to Johnny before. I feel like when ECW died, Ring of Honor kind of picked that torch up and ran with it. Yeah, we've been compared to the ECW a lot uh, lately, and the the thing is, their their phrase is the best wrestling on the planet, and uh, we always tell people, I've never seen Ring of Honor, come and watch the show, it'll change your mind forever, you know, just come with an open mind to watch the show, and you will, for, even if you're not even a wrestling fan, you'll fall in love with wrestling after a Ring of Honor show. Well, I... um, the best thing about the Ring of Honor locker room that makes us so much like ECW is all of us are just going out there to put on the best product that we can. Well, I think we're doing that. Oh, I, I hands 100%. down think you're doing that. And it's actually funny because the last pay-per-view you guys had, Best of the World, we, we do pay-per-view parties at my house all the time. War of the World. War of the World. Yep. Uh, and, like, for UFC, WWE, all that stuff. But this was our first ROH pay-per-view, and we had a bunch of people that like UFC and like WWE came out because I'm like, look, just come out, give it a shot, have an open mind. And it's like you said, as soon as they did that, they're now true believers. And they're like, so when's the next pay-per-view? Like, w when's the next one? We want more. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ring of Honor is just, it's a blast. Um, like I said, they are the best wrestling on the planet. And I will stand behind that even if I wasn't on the roster. You know, being part of the roster is amazing. Um because, like I said, every guy goes out there and, and busts their ass to put on the best performance. So what happens is they come back with a five-star match, and the next guy's got to go out, and he's got to put on a five-star match. You know what I mean? The fans, they're, we, we want them to be exhausted by the end of the night from screaming their heads off, and, and we've been accomplishing that left and right. Well, the I, War of the Worlds tour was awesome because every single show we did, whether it be in Toronto or, or down here in the States, we sold out every show. That's awesome. Well, I think that word of mouth now about Ring of Absolutely. Honor is building up, yep. and I think that's why you're able, and with things like us, like podcasts and other people that can kind of preach the gospel of Ring of Honor, I think that's definitely helping sell out shows. But, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like, every star was a five-star match. Like, the one in Lakeland at Supercard of Honor, I looked to Johnny and I said, dude, 
sooner or later we got to have a dud, right? Because <laughs> not every match can be five-star, but you guys proved me wrong because every yeah. match just got better and better and better, and I'm like, there's got to be a dip somewhere. Like, you can't – I mean, it was almost like that roller coaster when you're sitting on it, it's like click, yep. click, 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 and it keeps going up and up and up, and you're like, sooner or later there's got to be a drop, but there was never a drop. Every, it just kept going. Every match – and this isn't – this isn't – I mean, yeah, we we're, we love – we lo- Deuce and I, we always say, you know, when we were, we were, I started when I was like three years old. I think Deuce is the same age. Both of our fathers kind of indoctrinated us into wrestling. So we've been watching wrestling for over 30 plus years. And it's funny to see like how wrestling has shifted, you know, especially with uh, social media and how social media, you kind of cre- can create your own brand and communicate with the fans from a different level. Yeah, social media is a big part of wrestling nowadays. Um, I've been watching wrestling since I was seven years old and, and I've been a part of it now, you know, thank God for the last 17 years. And I've seen the evolution, you know, I mean, I, I was a big fan when it was up on top. I was also a fan when it came down, you know, in the two thousands and I'm glad that it's going back up again. And I'm glad to be a part of a company like ring of honor. That's helping that uprise, you know, um, the social media thing. I had to get used to that. Cause when I started out, you know, if you were a rookie, you didn't have a T-shirt, you didn't have pictures, you never talked about yourself. Where nowadays, we teach our students, you know, hey, you as soon as you debut, you should have a T-shirt, you should have a Facebook page, a Twitter handle, a, a Instagram, a, a pro wrestling tea store. I mean, you got to get your brand out there, you know. And I think because of social media, that's why wrestling's back on the rise because you can watch stuff from overseas, like a New Japan show or a Rev Pro show. You know, and uh, Ring of Honor is being picked up worldwide. So because of social media, they're able to put on like the Women of Honor wrestling, you know, where, yeah, it doesn't have a TV slot yet, but it's every Wednesday they air it on the YouTube channel, you know. So it's a big, big thing with social media. Yeah, and I, I actually had a debate with a buddy of mine the other day, and I said, I think now is probably the highest wrestling's been since probably the Attitude Era. And I think it might be the closest we're going to get to almost Attitude Era level of uh, just people watching and people being interested in the product. Because every time I turn around, it seems like when I go to – because we're, we're right next door to Orlando, so we're right next to all the theme parks. But I go to a theme park, and like – Every fifth person's got a T-shirt from some sort of wrestler, be it whatever promotion. But it seems like it's more in the lexicon and the pop culture now than it's been in years. Yeah, like it's a major part of pop culture. I think the success of comic books and the success of being a nerd has kind of helped with wrestling. Because I remember I used to get made fun of high school wearing my NWO shirt and my Austin 316 shirt. You know what I mean? And then, uh, I'm sorry, when I was a kid, it was, you know, you could wear your Hulkamania or Ultimate Warrior shirt, you were awesome. And then you had that time period where you really couldn't wear wrestling shirts. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't be a wrestling fan because you get made fun of. And then the Attitude Era came along, and it was hot again. And then, you know, obviously WCW kind of took a crap on that. Yeah. And it wasn't cool anymore. But now because comic books, I think, are getting mainstream again, like, wrestlers are real-life superheroes. That's the way that, that, like, I have young kids, and they always – tell me that you know like you guys look like these giant superheroes like you know a batman or a spider-man or whatever and i think because the comic books are coming around wrestling's coming around and wrestling kind of latched onto that pop culture uh and you see a lot of it like if you go to a comic-con not only can you go meet you know some actor from walking dead but you can go meet you know uh some wwe superstar signing autographs at a comic-con you know 
Absolutely, and I, and they had like a was it WrestleCon or something? What was it? Yeah, they, they had. had a, I think it was either WrestleCon or WrestleFest that was in Orlando uh, WrestleMania weekend, and they actually had a show Friday night. But they had a lot of like the old school wrestlers there that you could go get autographs from. And basically, WrestleMania weekend it was like a giant wrestler con where you could meet people from like Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels to the Hardy Boys Billy Gunn. to Billy Gunn like yeah. the the and our good buddy uh Fred Ottman Tugboat was there yep. um so like you know you got to meet all these really cool people but I think you're exactly right like now that it's latched on to the comic world now they're going to these conventions and getting their their name out there and uh they're being kind of um they're being the celebrities they should be because right. I mean guys like a Fred Ottman, a tugboat, and uh, you know uh, Jake the Snake Roberts and right. Scott Halls and the Kevin Nashes like those guys have got like a place in history now, and you can go and meet those people, which I think is really cool. Which leads me to a question I had for you: Is what superstar when it comes to wrestling celebrity have you met that really kind of knocked your socks off? You're like, wow, I never thought I'd be in a match with this guy or I'd get to hang out in a locker room with this guy. Um, there's a few, um, Tommy dreamer, um, for one, when I was, uh, you know, growing up and stuff, I was always a big fan of like Bruiser Brody was the guy who got me interested in wrestling. And then I latched onto like a Mick Foley. And, uh, I remember the ECW angle that Foley was involved with Raven. And that was part of the side piece of Tommy dreamer versus Raven. So Tommy, I just kind of was attracted to as a, as a fan. And, uh, I got to actually spend a lot of time with Tommy and it was, man, I just remember sitting there going, man, like I, here I was, you know, when I was 18 watching this guy buying his t-shirt and stuff. And now I'm in a match with him, you know, and, it, and it's a match he asked for, not a match I asked wow. for. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, the other one is Steve Carino. Um, I'm still good friend. Steve Carino is a mentor of mine. Um, he's been, I wrestled him for a show here locally for called Bruce City Wrestling. Um, I was maybe three years in the business, and he just took me under his wing. And for the last 14 years, not only has he been either an opponent or a partner to me, but he's also been my mentor. Um, I, I speak to him almost every week, even though he's with WWE, you know, just trying to pick his brain, you know, giving advice. Um, my character in Ring of Honor has a lot to do with Steve Carino. He's the one that, hey, man, you should – Think about bringing the keg out. You know, what about a cigar? You know, like it, it, so much stuff. And it, I told my wife the other day when I was sitting down, and I'm like, and then me and Steve were just going back and forth. I'm like, man, if you would have told 10 year old me he'd be friends with Steve, old school Steve Carino, I would have laughed in his face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just in awe that I get that opportunity, you know, to learn from a guy like Steve. Well, Steve was gracious enough to grace us with his presence on our show, and we got to interview him. The nicest guy, so knowledgeable. We we definitely want to have him on again uh, because he was such a great interview. But he is so smart and he knows so much about the business that. And we as wrestling fans, we love to sit under the learning tree whenever we can have guys like you on and we can just talk and listen and learn about the business. We love that. And Steve was great for that and so gracious with his time and just an all around nice guy. Yeah, and like I said, he's. I'm so proud to not only call him a mentor, but a friend, you know, and uh, I, like I said, I talk to him every week, you know, he, he'll either text me, Hey, what's going on? Or I'll just send him a message. You know, it was, it was really cool when he was in, when I first started with ring of honor, he was always there, you know, so I kind of took advantage of that. But uh, him going to WWE is the best thing to happen because they get to benefit now 
from his, you know, the the mental aspect that he brings to the game because he thinks of things he just don't think of, and it's he's just amazing. I don't know how else to put it. Well, it's all about you know because wrestling isn't just physical. You know, they always say it's mental. It's all about learning the ropes, literally, figuratively. You know, it's it's the ring awareness, knowing where you are in the ring. You know, and how how to sell your moves, how to sell your character, how to sell everything that you do, and to 100% believe in yourself because the audience will be able to see if you believe in yourself too, because then they believe in you, and and so it's like this awesome dynamic. And when Steve was on, he was just ta- a lot of it was talking about the psychology, you know, and I, I think that's really really important. It's not just getting in there in the ring and being able to you know do your classic stuff, your your your. Uh, uh, collar and elbow tie-ups and all that stuff, uh, being able to take bumps, but it's also be able to like kind of like, who are you? What what are you trying to do? What's your story you're trying to tell? And to be able to kind of do that well, and uh, and sometimes you get lucky enough to be able to you know have a tag team partner as well that you can not only learn from but also grow with. And and it's you know I want to ask you what it's like been working with uh, Salas Young, the the last real, real man. man. <laughs> it's been amazing. Um, there's a real funny story with Silas and I. Is, um, he started about nine months after I did, and uh, about two hours north of where I broke in the wrestling. And so for our whole career, we were always on shows with each other, but we never really tagged with each other. We always wrestled each other. And when we got to Ring of Honor, um, it was July of two years ago. We were in Minnesota, and uh, the matchmakers came up to us and said hey we're we're gonna have you two tag tonight against war machine we don't know why we've never done this before but it just makes sense that the last real man in the beer city bruiser be friends outside of wrestling and they're like you guys normally know each other and the funny story is we used to travel where we travel we still travel all the time with each other you know our wives are good friends we hang out outside of wrestling and we're like yeah we'll be fine and uh we never tagged before went out there with the match with War Machine and basically hit a home run where when we came in the back, they're like, okay, this is a thing now. You guys are now going to enjoy the ride. And the last, like I said, two or three years of nothing but a great ride. And I, I learn every time I'm on the road with Silas, you know, because we'll bounce ideas, whether it be tag team ideas, whether it be he's in this feud now with Jay Lethal um, that I'm a part of. So we're trying to think of good things for that. And it's, um, I don't know if you guys ever experienced or where you might have like a little bit of an idea, but then you bounce it off somebody else and they mention something and it just grows to be bigger and bigger and better and better. That's what it's like with Silas. Yeah. And that's, and, uh, that's how it is with Johnny. Like I'll have an idea and I'll have like the infancy of an idea. And then it's, it's yeah. kind of like a plan. I put the seed in and he waters it a little bit and it grows. And we talked to his wife, Brandy, our third member, she'll put a little fertilizer on it and it'll grow a little more and just, Seeing an idea evolve, it's That's like how art. That's yeah. how a podcast started because yeah. Deuce and I have known each other for twenty years, and uh, we were like, "Hey, we talk all the time." We're like, "Let's let's people kind of, you know, like talking and talking about stuff they love, and we love wrestling, and we you know, video games and movies and television and all that." We're like, "Well, let's." Let's uh, put a mic in front of us and talk about it, and people actually want to hear what we have to say. So it's well that it's and fun. A, and allegedly our CPA said we could start writing off all of our beer purchases if we had a podcast. <laughs> so I was like, well, shit, if we could do that, then it's, damn it, we're it's, we're on it, bro. It's, yeah, cheers, it's a wonderful buddy. thing, isn't it? Yeah, and I it really all is. My receipts from all the beer that I drink, and and I write that thing off, As and props. I have all the receipts yeah. saved and everything. And everyone always asks me when I go to the ring, "Is that real beer I'm drinking?" It sure is real beer. I mean, why wouldn't I drink beer? You know, I get paid to drink beer and punch people in the mouth. You know, <laughs> yeah. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro, Retro Game, Game Treasure. Treasure. 
Retro Game Treasures, an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what, what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Well, that actually leads me to a question I've been dying to ask you, and that is the keg situation, because you always come out to the ring like a damn real man with a huge cigar in your mouth, which is awesome, and you've got a pony keg with you. Is that something you bring with you from place to place, or when do you get to the venue, are you like, hey, is there a spare empty keg in the back I can take with me? Or, like, how's the evolution of the keg work? Because that's a big prop. The evolution of the keg happened where, um, like I said, Steve Carino um, – I'm, we're from, I'm from Milwaukee, and the, the biggest name in Milwaukee has always been Crusher. Um, I don't know if you remember back in the old AWA, it was the Crusher and, and the Bruiser. Mm-hmm. And uh, Silas and I get compared to them all the time. And uh, Carino had said, you know, Crusher used to come to the ring with a giant keg. You should you should find some. Uh, a local promoter here named Frankie DeFalco, who runs uh, Bruce City Wrestling, and he runs the Thumper's Den Wrestling Academy, where I'm the head trainer. He says, well, hey, let me talk to my uh, beer sponsor, see what I can do for you. So he talked to them, and they gave, they gave me the pony keg. And so I was traveling with it forever. And uh, Ring of Honor finally said, why don't we just put that on the ring truck? That way you don't have to worry about it. It'll be at, you know, it'll be at every building you're at. So it's actually got its own little box on the back of the ring truck. So That's that awesome. That's I don't great. have to go through airport security with it. I just I show up to the building, and there's the keg. That's amazing. So. Well, speaking of that, because it's the second time you name-dropped him, I need a T-shirt from Bruce City Wrestling. I think I definitely need to put that in my repertoire of shirts I wear because that sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's probably the biggest company in Wisconsin right now. Um, old AWA legend Frankie DeFelco. Um, Frankie the Thumper DeFelco, he runs it. Um, he's the guy that you need to talk to. You can find him on Facebook. Uh, just tell him who you are, and he'll uh, he'll hook you up with. They got a bunch of cool T-shirts. Um, he runs so many shows through the summer. Um, he always tries to get like these little fair and festival shows, and he always tells them, "Set the ring up next to your beer tent. I guarantee you'll have a good draw." <laughs> and every year it's successful. Because what what's better than in the summertime than going to a fair and sitting in the beer tent and watching a bunch of wrestling matches? Yeah, I, I amen to that right there, brother. Well, feel free to shoot me his email address because you've got mine, and shoot me Silas's. But I would be amiss being the beer drinkers we are with not asking the man himself, the Beer City Bruiser. What is your favorite beer? What is the beer like normally if you're drinking? You're drinking. My favorite beer actually is on the East Coast, and you guys being from Florida will probably be familiar with it. It's it's uh, Yingling. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, Yingling is great. Hot Soul PA, baby. Yeah, yep. which they yeah, don't. Well, you guys don't have that out there in Milwaukee, I don't think. No, the furthest east. So it's it started in. I got the whole history of it because I met a guy at work for him. But the whole history started. It started in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. 
And the furthest east you can get it, you can get all over the east coast. You can get down by you guys, but the furthest east you or west you can get it is Ohio. Oh wow! So here, Wisconsin, and I don't, I can't get it. Um, I mean, I can special order it and stuff like that, but I guess there's a bunch of weird laws and stuff. Um, so anytime I go out east, I always try to load up as much I can and bring it home with me because that I did the Ring of Honor tryout camp in 2013, and I was introduced to it. And I fell in love with it <laughs> and it was like, this is, this is it. And it's one of those things where, because I don't have it all the time, I just want more and more and more of it. So that, that's my favorite beer. But when I'm, when I'm, you know, on the road, whenever I always go with the Coors Light, if I don't, if I can't get my hands on a Yingling or I'm open to trying like new local stuff, I'm a beer fan. So if you, you have something locally you think is really good and they pitch it to me, I'm willing to try it. Well, I'll tell you what, we got to get you in touch with our good beer sponsor, uh, Grove Roots Brewery here in, uh, in, uh, Winter Haven, Florida. They do great, great, uh, it's all craft beer. That's all they sell. And, uh, they, they've got some great, great brews, but I'm right there with you, with the Yingling. And also I understand because I've got a friend of mine who lives, uh, kind of out west, and he wanted me to send him a few cases. And you, you can't send it by mail. You cannot send beer by mail. I mean, yeah, I guess I, uh, I, I know a guy who runs a liquor store out. He runs a liquor store out here, and I've talked to him. And once a year, he can get me a case of beer. Oh wow! Because once a year, he can sneak it underneath the government. So don't yeah. tell anybody. That's why I'm not gonna put his name out there. But he allegedly, 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 that's allegedly. what our lawyer tells us to tell people. Allegedly, just allegedly, yeah. allegedly, you can get a case. Yeah, but it's funny that the movie Smoking and the Bandit for all these years has not been lying to me. That actually you do have to have a guy with a truck drive it all the way across country for you. You know, <laughs> you do. That's why I love when the the ring guys bring me. Though if if we run shows in the Midwest, the the Ring of Honor ring crew will usually pack a couple cases for me, and they'll drive. So when they drive the ring in and the the set and stuff, there's always a case or two of Yingling in the back for me. Well, I have one more question for you, brother, and that's this. We know you love working with Silas Young. That's your boy. And we're huge fans of The Last Real Man, Silas Young. Is there anybody else on the roster when you get to the sh- – because, you know, you get to the show and then they tell you, oh, you're wrestling so-and-so. You're like, yes, that's the guy I get to wrestle. Like, this is a guy I have fun with every time I get in the ring with him. Yeah, um, there's a couple, actually. Um, the Silas Young, Beer City Bruiser, Briscoe Brothers rivalry. Oh, those are my years. boys. Them boys are my boys. Oh, if you uh, if you want to see a really good match on Ring of, Rest- Ring of Honor Wrestling, so ROHWrestling.com, go to uh, St. Louis um, where the Briscoe brothers take on Silas and I. It is one of my favorite matches that we've been a part of. It was our first match against them, and it was about two years ago, and we've been in a vicious feud with them ever since. And every time we step in the ring with them, it brings the house down. Um we wrestled them in Milwaukee for Tag Wars 2016 and, again, brought the house down. It was us against them, against uh, um, the Revolution, Kenny King and, and Rhett Titus in a three-way finals for Tag Wars. And, it, again, it was a match that was phenomenal. Every time I see my name against one of the Briscoe brothers or in a tag, I know I'm going to have a good night. I know I'm going to be beat up. I know I'm going to be sore the next day. And I know that that cold beer afterwards is going to be amazing. But I look forward to it every single time. Well, um, the other team is uh, War Machine. I love working War Machine. I love wrestling them. Uh, again, another team, Salas and I just have chemistry with. And it's just, it's an amazing time. 
That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's interesting too. You bring up War Machine because uh, you guys had the uh, the the, the four city uh, War of the Worlds in, and I and I was awesome because you guys had the they had uh, the New Japan and they had the CMLL, and you guys work with all these you know uh, people overseas, and I think it's an awesome. Th- time to be a wrestling fan because there's really something for everybody if you want to see high flying stuff you want to see the more brawling you know the big guys like yourself you can see that if you want to see tag te- great tag teams if you want to see I mean that's one of the things that Deuce was telling me was that he loves is the six man tag stuff because that is the greatest thing ever invented is that six man tag because you'll see a good tag team but you're always like man they could use somebody else to give them a little rub and prime example them boys the Briscoes who are our Polk County spirit animals I fell in love with them at, 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 at Ring of Honor because I was like, oh, my God, these guys would have lived next door to me. And especially- Just Google, on your off time, Google Polk County man, and you we look like them boys. I mean, that's – Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that. And I got to give them a little plug. Their new pull-apart commercial is great. Like, every time it comes on Ring of Honor, I rewind it like three times and watch them talking about the pull-apart place because I think it's the greatest. But, no, it's yeah. like I love those guys, and then they're like – you're going to put these guys with a legend, which is Bully Ray. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you you had an amazing tag team, and now you took it to the next level. And I feel like with a lot of these teams, sometimes they're, they're a good tag team. And in the case of them boys, the Briscoe brothers, they are a great tag team. But you add somebody that's got a little bit a little bit more rub, a little bit, you know, been out there a little bit longer, and it takes you to a, a veteran. whole yeah. – it takes you to a whole new level, and yeah. I'm like, why no other organization has jumped on the six-man tag thing is ridiculous because I think that is the greatest idea in pro wrestling. I remember they first came up with the idea a few years ago, and they were running it. You know, it was in the locker room, there was some rumors, and it never really came about. And then they announced the tournament for it, and Salas and I right away put our names in for it, and they said that we need – you know, it's a six-man, so we need a third person. And <laughs> – so I, we, we were doing a bunch of promos and vignettes where we just couldn't find a third person because we don't like anybody. So the whole thing is we're on the constant search for that third person so we can get the six-man titles. And then when they announced the six-man titles, it was the, the belts look amazing. Um, they put them on the kingdom. You know, They brought Bully Ray in with the Briscoes, and the whole division started taking a um, you know a persona- personality of itself. And... I, I always say I, I'm in agreement with you. I don't know why nobody else does six-man titles. I mean, they're a whole new uh, different of uh, difference in wrestling. Like you can have a singles, you can have a women's, you can have a tag, and then all of a sudden you have a six-man. It's a whole new dynamic to wrestling, you know. And it's it's a fun to be a part of. It's fun to do. And as a fan, I I'd want to see it all the time. Well, and that's the thing, and also to kind of put my promoter hat on, not that I've ever promoted anything besides us, is say you've got a tag team that's right on that edge. Like, they're about to, like, get really, really over. You put a guy that's a singles guy that's super over with him, and now it kind of brings him over the top. You know what I mean? Like, you put uh, a a Bully Ray with him, or you put, like, a really good – like a Jay Lethal or or a Cody Rhodes or somebody that's really, really over with this tag team that's kind of maybe not lukewarm, but they're not sizzling yet. Yeah. And that really, you know, sets them on fire. Yeah, exactly. It's just the best way to, to introduce people to your, your crowd and, and uh, to give them that rub that they need. And it's also a really cool way to bring 
it's almost like the way I talk about it too. It's almost like you have a manager on your team, but that can wrestle. So it's kind of like you learn, you get to see kind of the ins and outs, and they're teaching you and mentoring you, but they're also getting to enjoy the like a it, player coach, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, Pete yeah. Rose style. There you go. <laughs> um, there you go. <laughs> but uh, BCB Bristol Bruiser, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. We you know you got to go back to your, your uh, plug your stuff real quick. Yeah, uh, right now I'm uh, the head trainer at the Thumpers Den Wrestling Academy. So you're, if you're in the uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee area or northern Illinois area, uh, either hit me up or uh, Frankie DeFelco. Um, and you want to become a wrestler, you know, we got a school. Um, go to my Pro Wrestling Tea store. As we had mentioned earlier, it's www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Bruiser. Uh, get that new I'm a chugger shirt that just dropped. Yeah, um, that, that's going to be in my rotation. Absolutely, <laughs> 100%. Or the Made in Milwaukee shirt, which is another one of my big sellers. Um, you got my Facebook page, which is The Beer City Bruiser. Um, or on Twitter, I'm at BCB Winchester. Um, I also sell all my T-shirts through my personal stuff. So if you need one, just send me a message. We can do a PayPal. Uh, my nagable wife's my manager, so she handles all that. And uh, she was probably the one who got my email. (laughs) (laughs) And come check out uh, Ring of Honor. You know, it's it's ROHWrestling.com to see when we're coming to a town with you. Ask, you know, these guys here. It you will not be disappointed. It is the best wrestling on the planet. Yeah, it's it's literally, and I, I hate to use this term because it gets used so much, but it's life changing, man. Like once you go see that show, you, the, all the other, in my opinion, products fall by the wayside. As soon as I saw Ring of Honor, everything else went on the way way back burner because I'm like, all right, yeah. this is it for me, man. Because it's it's so intense. There's so much action. There's so much going on. Every match is great. They got so many new stars. It's amazing. It's the best. I mean, it's the best performers. The best entertainment you'll see on tv bar nine i mean we're we're i know we're uh marking out hard but we're i mean we're called the happy hour and we got a guy named beer city bruiser on i mean we're, we're legit i mean we love we love this stuff we love wrestling we love drinking and we thought you'd be like that yeah it's a lot of fun and if you go to uh rohwrestling.com I, I don't know if i told you guys or if you guys have seen it but the newest merchandise coming out is uh the beer city brew koozie it's a 16 ounce koozie for your beer can or beer bottle no joke. Um, and where can they find that? You can go on to ROHwrestling.com and get it. Or hit up, um, I believe it's ROH Todd, who is our merchandise guy. And uh, he can hook you up with that. Um, otherwise, at any Ring of Honor show, um, just go up to the merch table, say you want it, and they're right there. Well, man, we might have to do that because we might have to have some of those official Beer City Bruiser uh, koozies for here in the studio because uh, we, we definitely, as you can tell, Love drinking us some beer, and uh, we could definitely use some more koozies for the studio. But, brother, uh, let me tell you this real quick. Go ahead and send us uh, to the email all that stuff because at the bottom of the episode, and for you guys listening, you can check it out. We're going to have the links to all your stuff. We can put the links to your wrestling school, the links to your Facebook page, all that. So just email it to me, and then when the listeners click on the episode down the bottom in the description, there's links. So they just click on it. It's going to take them right to it. All right, I can do that for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time this evening. I, I know you're busy because you got the school one. Thank you st- again, brother. Thank you so much for blessing us with your time and coming on air with us. And we hope to have you on again real soon. Yeah, anytime. Just hit me up, guys. Um, I'm always available to do stuff like this. I love doing it. And uh, 
Remember, always tip your bartender. Yeah, amen to that, brother. Next time, we'll try and get you on a night where we can get a full hour with the Beer City Bruiser because, trust me, we could sit here and talk about wrestling and beers for hours, but I know you got things to do. But, like, again, brother, uh, thank you so, so much for your time. All right, thank you, guys. All right, have a good evening, brother. You too. Bye-bye. And that was an amazing episode with the Beer City Brawler. you got to check him out. Go down in the bottom of the episode, and you can actually check out all the links to all of his stuff. You can find us at HH Podcast Show. You can also hit us up on email at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to send us your questions for Buck the Mega Buck. We're going back to the Retro Game Treasure Compound very, very soon. And uh, we want to bring uh, the questions that you guys have as listeners to them. So hit us up there. Also, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And find all of our amazing older episodes with all kinds of different wrestlers at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And when you're talking about the happy hour podcast, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag happy hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And as always, hashtag Deuces on the loose. Later, guys.